Dominion's voting machines were used to rig the 2020 election in favor of then-candidate Joe Biden. What January 6th is, is an attempt to criminalize the thought crime of protesting against the stolen election of 2020. Because yes, the election was stolen in 2020. Joe Biden is not the legitimate president. And it's a shame that we have to live with the shame that we allowed this to happen. Now, even large corporations with lots of money, like Fox News, are being a made example of by Dominion voting systems for even dare reporting on their machines being able to and subject to manipulation in the voting system. Once again, what did Fox News do? Back in 2020, they just reported both sides of the story. They, were even, they weren't even hardcore voting on Dominion. But a judge has ruled that everything reported on Dominion is false because Dominion machines are perfect. Now, is there going to be a settlement? I don't know. But what was supposed to happen today in the defamation lawsuit of Dominion against Fox News has now been delayed until tomorrow. I want to turn now to some last-minute drama in the Fox News defamation case. That trial was supposed to start today, but it has been delayed. Let's turn now to that blockbuster trial against Fox News for defamation that is set to begin tomorrow in a Delaware courtroom. Unless there's a last-minute settlement, Dominion Voting Systems is suing Fox for $1.6 billion in damages for reporting baseless allegations about the company following the 2020 election. And CNN watched as lawyers for Dominion Voting Systems brought more than 40 boxes into the courthouse today, most likely evidence and other materials. Some 11th hour... Uh, 11th hour twist really uh, casting into question whether a trial, John, is even going to take place. Uh, right behind me uh, was where it's supposed to have started. Opening arguments were supposed to be taking place right about now, but last night the judge abruptly delayed the trial, saying it's going to now start on Tuesday, and there's no reason given. The judge said today that he doesn't find it unusual for this to have been delayed for, by one day, but uh, Rupert Murdoch's Wall Street Journal, as well as some other outlets now, reporting that uh, a last-minute settlement might be in the works, that Fox might be pushing to settle this case, avert a trial, and really spare some of its high-profile talent and executives like Rupert Murdoch from having to take the stand. So here's uh, an update. Judge Eric Davis of the Delaware Supreme Court and a registered Democrat last week had sanctioned Fox News for supposedly withholding evidence in the Dominion voting system's defamation case. Fox News reportedly apologized to the judge for failing to disclose Rupert Murdoch's role at the network. Early this month, the judge in the Fox News and Dominion case determined that all the statements that Fox News made about Dominion were false. That's right, the judge, without a jury, just said, yeah, everything that Fox News said is false. Maybe that's why they're delaying. Maybe that's why Fox News is trying to settle. Once again, they're trying to criminalize and penalize anyone for the thought crime of realizing, reporting on, talking, or even investigating Dominion voting systems or any of the myriad ways that they rigged the election of 2020. And folks, if Fox settles and or goes to court either way, how are, how's anyone else going to talk about this if they're looking at getting sued out the wazoo for just bringing it up?
The cable giant's biggest stars, plus Fox Corporation chair Rupert Murdoch, could take the stand this week as the company battles a defamation lawsuit filed by Dominion Voting Systems. Whether it's Dominion, uh, EBS, whatever the company, voting machine company is. The lawsuit alleges the network knowingly broadcast bogus claims Dominion's voting machines were used to rig the 2020 election in favor of then-candidate Joe Biden. What our next guest says is evidence of voter fraud. Sidney Powell is... As Fox hosts and their frequent guests, Trump lawyers Sidney Powell and Rudy Giuliani aired false claims following the election. Text messages show Tucker Carlson saying Powell is lying and Laura Ingram writing that Sidney's a complete nut. So CBS News is reporting that every allegation against Dominion voting systems is patently false because the the judge, a Democrat, said so. That's it. Everything is just false. Everything's a false claim. Even looking into the false claims, which used to be called investigative journalism, well, that will now net you a $1.6 billion lawsuit to shut up. We can't trust CBS. Let's turn over to CNN. I mean, that's real news. Maybe they have a different take on this that's different. A last-minute settlement might be in the works that Fox might be pushing to settle this case, avert a trial, and really spare some of its high-profile talent and executives like Rupert Murdoch from having to take the stand and testify as to why they allowed election lies to be broadcast on Fox's air despite knowing that they were not true. CNN with the same narrative. Fox News running stories they knew that are not true about Dominion and voting machines. They cannot be used to throw elections. Wow, that sure is a different tune. Want to show you a very important flashback here. Then what we saw from CNN just a few short years ago. Here's a segment from August 11th, 2017, when Trump had won the election and CNN was singing a different tune with a CNN tech segment trying to, I don't know, prove that maybe Donald Trump was a fake president, perhaps? Maybe the machines were hacked in his favor? Yes, right. The same CNN that's now reporting that everything you say about Dominion voting machines is false aired this back on uh, on or around August 11th, 2017. We're loving this one, but most people probably wouldn't. A room full of hackers, all trying to hack into voting machines. You can possibly make it accept a fake card or accept any card, so you could add your own votes. These are supposed to be the latest machines. They're still used in elections, and they're running ancient software. I think that, like, if somebody wanted to, it would be pretty easy to fake an election. Less than a couple hours with access, and they're already figuring out ways to break in and play pranks. But it gets more serious. So you could leave the security key into it and still inject. I feel like I'm the only one here that hasn't found a vulnerability. (laughs) It's not what you think. They've all been invited here to demonstrate just how vulnerable the tech we rely on for our elections can be. The experiment is the brainchild of Jake Braun. He's a former security advisor for the Obama administration. 
you know, with everything that happened in, in 16, what we're trying to do is get this ind industry to mature from a cybersecurity perspective so you don't have folks saying what they are now, which is things like machines are unhackable or databases are air-gapped and can't be changed. It's not clear if any actual machines were infiltrated in the 2016 election, and no one has suggested any physical votes were changed. But intelligence officials agreed that Russia was able to meddle with other election-related systems. This inspired Braun and the organizers of this year's DEF CON hacking conference to collect over 30 pieces of voting-related equipment, including voting machines and a mock elections office, and tell a group of hackers to try any means necessary to break into and reverse engineer them. And it didn't take long. Several were compromised within the first hour and a half. So if you're a voter in America, we're likely hacking a machine that you vote on. There's a few dozen of these machines and also electronic poll books. In some states, people check in on an electronic device as opposed to a paper book. How you cast your vote varies from district to district. Some places use this machine. Some places use that one. Some counties only vote on paper ballots. But almost all of these machines are still in use somewhere in the United States. Some of the hacks might not work if your district has updated the software on the machines, although many don't. We can go in and hack this lock within 10 seconds. You gain access to the operating system. We could actually remove this and clone this particular USB. We could go back and start looking at and reverse engineering what's on this image and determining nefarious ways that we can impact this particular operating system. When no people one are going believe after you, until you guys, no one will believe you. If they see XP, they're very happy. Is it good lord? Did he just say good lord? I like it every time it reads the Windows crazy. XP, you hear people groaning behind us. The machines you use to cast your vote aren't the only point of entry for attackers. Other election-related systems, like campaign networks and registration databases, are also at risk. The vulnerabilities at the voting machine level are very localized, and what we're trying to simulate out here is the entire back-end network. There's a lot of mischief these guys can do without ever actually having to physically get access to a machine. If they were just to go in and mess up the voter file, you could have millions of people showing up at the wrong precinct or showing up at the right precinct but the name's wrong in the poll book and then all of a sudden now they don't know where they need to go. Intelligence officials have stated that Russia was able to influence the election without the need to penetrate actual voting machines by breaching DNC computers, accessing staffer emails and opposition research. The Department of Homeland Security also found that they targeted election-related systems in as many as 21 states. If you wanted to go in and specifically manipulate vote counts on every single machine in America, that'd be really hard to do. Right. But you don't need to do that to have an impact on, on the election in 18 either. You don't only have to flip a couple Senate seats to have an impact on U.S. Congress. If it can be done, there's a chance it's already being done. If a nation state, a criminal organization, if they would start doing this, they would have stolen databases, they would have stolen machines, they would have manuals, they would have studied. Right. They have started with nothing a few hours ago. The uphill battle they have fought to get where they are is incomprehensibly more difficult than what real criminal would need to do. Do you think that nation states, real criminals, have already have an idea of some of the vulnerabilities that are being discovered today? Absolutely. It's all documented. It's in public documents. Right. It's, it's, it's not hiding anywhere. You can go actually to Secretary of State websites and download and learn hundreds and hundreds of vulnerabilities. By the end of the weekend, all of the available machines had been hacked successfully, including an electronic poll book system that still contained the personal data of over 650,000 Tennessee voters in Shelby County. 
information that hadn't been properly wiped before the machines were resold. The county's administrator of elections told CNN Tech that they are looking into the incident and that as far as they're aware, the information exposed on the poll book is already publicly available through a request to the Board of Elections. When reached for comment, manufacturer Election Systems and Software told CNN Tech, unrestricted access to a voting unit in an uncontrolled environment is not a legitimate test. We've extended an invitation to the organizers of DEF CON, inviting them to visit our home office, meet our developers, and engage in a collaborative discussion regarding voting system security. To date, we have not received a response. Dominion Voting Systems did not respond to our request for comment. The plan is to eventually present the event's findings to Congress. What the election industry needs to do is start working together with our national security agencies to share threat information, understand when the bad guys get in, and then get them out when they do. If we don't get our act together quickly, this could be one of the biggest threats to American democracy in our history. Do you believe that right now we are in a position where the 2020 election will be hacked? Oh, without question. I mean, the 2020 election will be hacked no matter what we do, even if we're as more successful than I even think we could be in securing our elections. The question is, will we be able to identify the attacks before they can have an impact on the election through things like audits of, of vote counts? And um, can we get the bad guys out uh, before they can do something bad? So in 2017, I, I showed that whole clip. It's a very important flashback. In 2017, CNN Tech 2020 is going to be hacked. It's not a matter of if, but that it was going to happen. But come 2023, 2020 wasn't hacked. And to even say so is a big lie. They allowed election lies to be broadcast on Fox's air, despite knowing that they were not true. I think it could be very damaging to Fox's stars or to uh, Fox's big name executives, including and especially the Murdochs to have to testify. Dominion's lawyers will argue Fox was worried about losing viewership and purposely let the false fraud claims continue on air. They allowed election lies to be broadcast on Fox's air despite knowing that they were not true. But proving defamation requires overwhelming evidence. What you're dealing with is a high bar and it should be a high bar for the simple reason that we want freedom of the press. A final round of jury selection is set for tomorrow morning, followed by opening statements, unless there is a last-minute settlement. All right, this is going up so late on Monday night. Many of you will probably be seeing this. Actually, it's already Tuesday morning in many parts of the United States. We will know what's going up uh, on with this. But this is a very important flashback. I wanted to play it for you. You are not... Uh, show this to your friends, family, and neighbors who think, oh, it's so ridiculous, the big lie. You can't hack machines. CNN said you can't hack machines. CNN in 2017 showed, in fact, that you can and had experts saying that in 2020, it was going to happen. Isn't that interesting? Gotta give us what we want. Uh, gotta give us what we need. Hey. 